Greetings, foolish mortals. It's your old friend from the haunted mansion, Brother Dave. You know, I chased a bear into a cave. For spooky fun, follow me on Twitter at Departed Dave. Now, get ready for Enchanted Tiki Talk. There's no turning back now. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 53 for the week of October 26, 2014. Hello and happy Halloween, everybody out there. This is our Halloween show. So we just wanted to uh, wish everybody happy Halloween, even though it's, you know, if you're listening to this, it could be a few days away. But this is a celebration of Halloween week. So um, uh, this week, Alan's absent. So we decided to bring on a listener and friend of the show, Lisa Green, to help Blue Sky, a villain's theme park, to help celebrate Halloween. So everyone, please welcome Lisa into the Tiki Hut. Welcome, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. And that's all we have time for today. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Mwah! <laughs> 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 Lisa, so um, I know you just got back from uh, Disney World, and you're a huge Disney fan, and you have your own blog. Um, so why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you if they don't know who you are? Uh, you can find me at livingadisneylife.com, where I am empty nesting with pixie dust. And I turned my love for all things Disney into a blog when my children grew up and left home. So um, for the sake of my husband and my dog, I needed um, someplace to turn my attention. So I started talking about Disney all the time. And we did just get back from Disney World. It's the first time in 25 years that we've been to Walt Disney World without our children. So we went to celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary. And... um, we were like two kids ourselves. We just had uh, the most amazing time. We were running around doing uh, special events at Food and Wine and um, taking advantage of the spa at the Grand Floridian and eating at some fantastic restaurants. It was just the trip of a lifetime. That's great. First of all, uh, congratulations on 25 long years of, of happily marriage bliss. That's uh, Thank you. Time flies when you're having fun. I'm sure. I mean, that's... Not everybody makes it to, to one year, so, you know, 25 years, that's pretty impressive. With the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same <laughs> Combining yeah, marriages now. Who've been married 25 years collectively, yeah. Yeah, I, I've it's seen great. those. You know, it's, it's very popular out west. <laughs> <laughs> the 72 days is popular, like out west. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So you, um, what was the thing that, 
changed the most for you being just with your husband and not having the kids around? What what should someone look forward to who has kids and is going and been going for the last few years? What should I look forward to once the kids are gone? Well, I thought maybe I could look forward to spending less money, but that turned out not to be the case <laughs> um, at all. But there are some things that, like we did a couple of special events at the Food and Wine Festival. We did an Italian food and wine pairing for lunch, and we also did a French regional lunch. And you are seated at a large table with, um, you know, other groups, other couples, and you over the food and wine for a couple hours, you get to know each other really well. And I made some new friends. It was it was a lot of fun. And I'm not sure that our kids, even kind of quote unquote adult as they are, would have enjoyed that as much as we did. Right. So that was really good. And no way would I pay for my kids to go have a massage at the Grand Floridian. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't even pay for my wife to go get it. So. <laughs> And it was worth every penny. That's good. That spot is amazing. Everything about it is perfect. It's so clean. You can, if you, if I only knew, you could take all of your, your clothes, your everything you need to go to the park, and you could get ready there because they have a, a hair dryers. They even have they get everything you need: hairspray, hair gel. It's all there. You just get ready and go. Oh wow! Keith, we need to go there and try that. I oh mean, yeah. It, it yeah. takes. It took us hours to get ready before Comic Con. Oh, it, it was yeah. insane. I was up at two in the morning <laughs> just to go. That looked really fun, though. The pictures that that you had streaming of all of the the Disney characters. <laughs> I thought the Little Mermaid was the best. <laughs> that was hilarious. That guy was just owning it too. I mean, he yeah, he was. was playing it up and loving it. Yeah, he was, was all was in. Great. Yeah, that was yeah. my favorite person the whole weekend. I loved it. Yeah, he was good. You know, your um, your blog, your website, you know, I last week I was able to, in your absence, I was able to, um, you were graciously enough to allow me to write a post for your website. So I do appreciate you letting me do that. And uh, and that was fun. I enjoyed doing that about uh, my initial purchase of DVC. And, you know, it was fun thinking back and, and rehashing those memories. So thank you for allowing me to, to do that. Well, you've actually, you've actually picked a topic that has um, been a super hot topic on the blog, and I've actually gotten emails from readers asking about our own DVC purchase and you know how how they can make it work for them. So I think they are very interested in hearing your story. Oh, that's good. To help people uh, figure out if it's right in their life. Right. Well, that's good. Hopefully, I was able to help somebody. Well, it was very popular. It got a lot of views. Oh, good. Great. I'm popular. Yes. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yes, finally. And you're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. All right. So um, this week we're doing our, our Halloween episode and we're going to um, Blue Sky, a villain's theme park, as in like it's a, a fifth gate to Walt Disney World. I just thought it would be a fun idea to do something like this, you know, get our creativity flowing and just seeing what everybody else would do here. So, um, you know, it's nothing. It's not, you know, you don't have to come up with lands or anything like that. It's just a, a basic Blue Sky just to come up with a, an idea of what you think would work for a villain's theme park or what you would like to see as a villain's theme park. So, um, Lisa, since you're the guest, why don't you go ahead and start with uh, some of your thoughts on it? Well, I, I couldn't even get to the rides and attractions without actually thinking about land <laughs> and what the weenie would be. 
in a villain's park. And so one of the attractions that I would put in a villain's park is the weenie would be um, Chernabog's Mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so the side, the sides of the mountain that face the different lands would be subtly themed toward what's in those lands. But atop the mountain would be Chernabog, and his wings would be able to open and close at random times throughout the day. And at night, um, randomly, flames would shoot up from beneath his perch. Um, I think that would just be visually very villainous and appealing. So um, sort of sort of like what they have at, um, I, I know Universal's got a Harry Potter thing that's got, I don't know if it's a dragon a or something. Dragon. Right. Yeah, this would be that feel where it would be interactive, kind of. Right. Cool. But pretty high, pretty high up because it would be uh, the the, the park's weenie drawing people to the center of the park so they can right. choose what land they wanted to go into. And actually, one of the attractions would be under Chernabog's Mountain, and it would be one, um, a 3D movie experience. But also, you know how they splash water on you and blow right. air at you, and it would be um, called Chernabog's Realms. And so it would be filled with um, scenes that involved all of the Disney villains. Mm -hmm. Sort of like Fantasia goes from scene to scene. That's how this movie would go. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. I'd love that. I would too. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you came up with it. That's right. right. That's right. Because I thought it would be fun and you could make it not too scary because you could always put uh, Sorcerer Mickey in there. Um, right, but you, you could really do some exciting things with that. I think that's my that's my first one. All right, Keith. As most of you know, I am uh, a huge fan of Ratatouille. Being a chef, it's just it's one of those films that I've always loved. So I took and thought of doing a, a like a Chef Skinner attraction it would be like almost like a 4D experience where um, when you first uh, like walk into the kitchen, that you're almost like like shrunken down. Um, to the size of a rat that you have to like, like race through the kitchen and dodging like like vegetables falling and sauces um, spilling on top of you and which of course could just be you know water but that you kind of have to escape the kitchen from like Chef Skinner uh, chasing you around. That sounds fun. It does. I never even thought about him as a villain. That's brilliant. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, he kind of like changes his tune like at the end of the film. Like starts off like as the like antagonist, so right. so that's I tried to pick some obscure ones that that and it's mainly from like favorites of mine the films because you don't see um a ton of Ratatouille stuff in the parks so no if anybody out there's listening we like Ratatouille yeah you'll, I wouldn't they'll mind seeing ego that's so winter I wouldn't mind seeing ego in that ride either oh yeah true you know the critic because I loved him. Yeah, just his voice was outstanding. <laughs> that mm. a deep, just French kind of evil voice. That is a good film, and I never would have—I never would have thought of, of of that as a villain. That's a good no, one. Me neither. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So um, my first one would be—you know—the every park's got its icon, it's got its castle, it's got something you know—it's going to draw your attention to it. And my idea was to have Maleficent's castle, the Forbidden Mountain. 
placed right there. You know, it's extremely high and imposing. And I would like to make that like a, uh, a walkthrough attraction on the inside. Like, uh, you know, Disneyland's got the, the walkthrough in there. I would do the same thing here, and this would be a complete walkthrough. And inside, you'd go past some of uh, Maleficent's goons and some of her evil experiments, and they're going to uh, try to chase you out of there, so you keep going forward and trying to scare you. It's going to be very dark and loud. My, my villain's park isn't going to be kid-friendly. It's basically more <laughs> for adults. So, um, you know, it's going to be like Tiki Ooze falling from the ceilings, and you're trying to dodge <laughs> that. And, you know, at the end is when you'll see the, the dragon that's going to scare you and, and shoot fire at you, and you're going to take a slide to get out to escape the dragon's uh, fire, and it'll bring you out right outside the moat. Okay, so for anybody who had a pool out there, that was 10 minutes into the show <laughs> before he said ooze. So <laughs> Tiki ooze. Yeah, oh, sorry, tiki ooze. So mm-hmm. I hope somebody wins a few dollars from you know their office pool this week. <laughs> Well, this was really popular last year. It was trending on, on Twitter. Hashtag it was. Tiki I used the hashtag myself many yeah. times. Uh, long live the Tiki Ooze. <laughs> I wonder how many times perfect. I can say Tiki Ooze. <laughs> it is seasonal. It's like a drinking game. <laughs> you take a shot every time Sean says Ooze. Yeah, it, it's. But here's the thing: it's anybody. The first, if anybody can count how many times I say Tiki Ooze, they're going to get a prize. <laughs> It's a jar of slime that's going to show up at your house. (laughs) Enjoy, folks. (laughs) Yeah, so that's my idea. Basically, tiki ooze falling from the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah, because who doesn't walk, you know, just want to walk around Florida like in August with slime all over there? Sounds like a winner. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be just like a crusty shell by the time you get out of the park that day. <laughs> maybe you just gotta make like maybe you could add aloe and SBS yeah, party. Just, like candy coating. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Tiki ooze Sundays. Mm. <laughs> That's copyrighted people. Don't even try it. We have attorneys. Yes. Melnick, Melnick, and, and Melnick. I think yeah. yeah. Triple M. That's right. <laughs> All right, Lisa, let's hear your next one. Well, I, I tried to think of um, uh, my favorite attractions or classic attractions, you know, types that would have to be in the park. And one of them would have to be a, a dark boat ride. And so it's, it's going to be called underworld tours with pain and panic and so your your boat is kind of canoe shaped but it's like a viking ship and that it has a masthead and the masthead would be cerebus the three-headed dog right oh nice and so you would you would follow pain and panic through their misadventures in the underworld while they're trying to avoid hades wrath and you would see characters from hercules but at no time would the ride ever recreate scenes from the movie? That sounds awesome. They could use the uh, the Maelstrom boats for that ride since they're not. <laughs> what happened to Maelstrom? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, they were repossessed. <laughs> <laughs> they towed them right out of the parks. <laughs> the repo man can't so, grab them. Dad, they were rotting down the road. They were I so know. sad. <laughs> I seen a picture um, this morning with the uh, for the backlot tour trams at the same ride too, because they were taking them out of the park too today. Oh, were they? Yeah, <laughs> I saw the pictures online. That's funny. Anywho, I just had to throw that in there just to see, you know, how much hate mail I get for that. Keith at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. That's right. <laughs> Keep it coming, I love it. Um, so, I had, it's not really um, an attraction, um, it's kind of like the Bippity Boppity um, Boutique, but for boys. The boys get dressed up as evil princesses? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Comic-Con. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> this would be a uh, Gaston's hut of handsomeness. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Y'all are killing me. <laughs> and it's like that you could walk in, and it takes you through the whole um, oh, like process of uh, becoming a Gaston. <laughs> Did you get, you know, um. Uh, 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 like a milkshake that's made of quote unquote, you know, eggs, and you could get five dozen eggs. Yeah. Get that, yeah. And then they they get you uh, like work out and stuff, and get this uh, shirt with the muscles, and then they could just uh, like plaster uh, a bunch of chest hair like on the kids. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this needs to happen. <laughs> this would be awesome. <laughs> Keith's gonna be the first customer. Yeah, hey, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> you just want the hair on your chest. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, it's a long story, folks. But, but, but yeah, I mean, because the Pirates League is cool, but it's not really an experience. It's more of just like a face yeah. painting. Yeah, it's not an experience at all compared to what and you a want. Hat. Yeah, so you I gotta, mean, you get to work out and drink five dozen eggs and get well, hair. Transplanted onto your chest. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like air plugs. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, I just thought that that would be fun for kids to do. <laughs> kids, <laughs> Keith, you should have ended with this one. You, you should. Oh, it's all down. I'm not gonna recover. <laughs> you just I'm wait. Not be able to... <laughs> My last one is fantastic. <laughs> I think, Keith, you should only just finish. (laughs) Just finish your ideas. (laughs) Well, the next two are kind of, you know, are normal ones, but I saved the best for last. Uh, Okay. All right, so, um... All right, Sean. (laughs) Top that, buddy. I'm not going to be able to. None of mine mine have exercising and and chest hairs or anything like that. I had a little bit of TQs, and that was about it. All right, so uh, my next one, I would created un- a, a water-based Ursula, Ursula attraction from The Little Mermaid. And um, basically, I would use, like, the boats the size of, say, pirates, maybe a little bit smaller. I would use the Maelstrom ones, but now they've been repossessed, reused, whatever. But, uh, you know, I'll take one of their boats, and basically what it is, it's going to be that you're trying to escape from Ursula while she is shooting lightning and she's... Um, pushing waves at you and it's not going to be like your typical boat ride where you're just going to go 
you know, straight, make a couple turns here and there. This attraction is going to literally going to slide you to the left, slide you to the right. You're going to like, it's going to be like you're going up a wave and then back down a wave. So it's not going to be your, it's going to be a, a it's going to be a dark ride, but it, it's going to have the, the coaster elements, but it's going to be from side to side, literally like you're, you're on a wave. So I just, I think that would be a, a fascinating idea for a ride where, you know, you're, you're literally riding a wave and Ursula is trying to attack you and um, you're just trying your best to escape. But, you know, you you can't do it. So in the final scene, they're going to use uh, 3D mapping technology to your face and they're going to project your image onto a screen and you're going to see what you look like. And they're going to you're going to be turned to the poor, unfortunate souls that are stuck under the bottom of the ocean. Oh, that'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. That, that would be great. I don't know. I'm sure that could be done. Maybe the technology isn't quite there yet. But I mean, how fascinating would that be if, like, you saw everybody on your boat, you know, <clears throat> just stuck in the bottom of the ocean, you know, from that those scenes of the people all, what are, you know, all, you know, thin and frail and just uh, like little white globs of themselves. I mean, I thought it would be a pretty wild idea. Absolutely, yeah, that sounds cool, and and the wave pool idea too. I mean, uh, that sounds really cool. And then, I think the technology's there to do that part of it. I mean, could, can you imagine that? That would be an awesome ride. And it actually, would. Like, yeah. They might they might look like they were covered with tiki ooze. Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> underwater tiki ooze. Oh, somebody put the crowbar down. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, that sounds really cool. And and um, what if like you know one person at the end gets to sing? Ah. Like karaoke style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 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 but, one person gets their voice back, and then if yeah, the rest can you of imagine, them are just can you imagine if it was the person that was in your store who just got the chest implants? Singing? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Like the guy from the Little Mermaid at the Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen that yet, uh, go check our YouTube channel out because because uh, that guy was fantastic. Yes, it is. Yeah, you can't unsee it. Just warning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it good. Uh huh. Okay, Lisa, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 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 hurt. I need some deep breaths. Okay, so I again, was trying to cover all the different rides that one would have to have in a park. And I also had a ride involving Ursula. But it was a classic spinner ride. So Ursula is the center and her tentacles are the arms of the spinner ride. And she's holding in each tentacle a different little cute sea creature that you get to ride in. And it's going to be called um, Ursula's Urchins. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. You should be hired. (laughs) Thanks. And what if each of the sea creatures could spit (laughs) Oh, yes. At people who are just (laughs) walking by, you could just spray them with tiki ooze. That's an awesome Wait, There could be some kind of sensor. There could be some kind of sensor that detects if the person is suffering from a sunburn. And they get right. that fatigue ooze laden with aloe and SPF 30. That's hey. a great idea. 
We could bottle that and take it on Shark Tank. I bet that, you know, that'd work out good. You know, you know what's even better? You know, once, like, Christmas time comes around, it, instead of tiki ooze, it can shoot out tiki nuts. Hey, hey. <laughs> Roasted tiki nuts. Family friendly, buddy. Family friendly. <laughs> I am never coming back. <laughs> What well, if we I'm make it like? <laughs> what if we make it <laughs> like popcorn? How about that? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> popcorn. Wait, you can get a picture. <laughs> you could have cameras so they could try to catch it in their mouth and they could get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a memory maker right there. <laughs> that's the cover of everybody's Christmas card. <laughs> okay, so moving on quickly. Um, <laughs> my next one is, uh, of course, I have to put some Star Wars in here. It's the Rebel Alliance escape from the Death Star. It'd be like a full-scale like Death Star model. It would almost be like a haunted house feel, where like people can go and get um a Jedi training, and then you go into the the Death Star and try and find Darth Vader, destroy him, um, and uh, destroy the Death Star at the same time. I like it. And then afterwards, did you get to uh, oh, I dance around uh, with a bunch of Ewoks outside? Okay, that's my favorite part. More memory maker photos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they're yes. and they're hairy too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you notice a theme with Keys? Keys. <laughs> Everything's got to be hairy. <laughs> jump, 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 jump. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It would be. I didn't think about using Star Wars in my villain scene part. Oh, man, come on. Yeah. I also didn't think about hair in my villain scene part either. It's Gaston. It's part of the song. <laughs> Let the hair go, Sean. <laughs> I'll try. Let it go. <laughs> so, so my next one is... Uh, uh, Chernobog's coaster from Fantasia. This would be an indoor coaster um, with with the use of projections and, am- and animatronics. <clears throat> excuse me, of ghosts and you know whatever else, schools and whatever else in there that are trying to terrify you while you're riding a coaster that spends sixty percent of the time upside down. And the uh, final drop will put you into the center of volcano with um, um, steam and, and colored smoke and warm liquid, basically just a steam or water shooting out at you as you're flying through the center of the um, the volcano. Um, and then there's going to be demons trying to grab you as you're going through that using the projection. Like I used, uh, <clears throat> turning you into a demon using some of the same stuff from the Ursula attraction. Same type of technology. That sounds really scary. Yeah. That'd be a cool. Theme park. Uh, if it almost like like a drop ride, except it shot you like upward. That'd be cool. Ooh, and just have all this yeah. stuff like, spraying at you. Yeah, this is a good idea. See, hmm. oh, wow. we could easily be that Imagineers. Be oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just the uh, idea part, though. You know, the right. engineering part has to go to somebody else. <laughs> somebody else has to execute. Right. Yeah, it's above our pay grade. <laughs> all right. Imagine if you will the feel of Expedition Everest, but you are in Jafar's Cave of Wonders. Ooh. So 
you initially are outside, then you get swallowed by that big giant face made of sand that's a cat, and it, you go inside the Cave of Wonders, and it's dark, and there's all kinds of treasures, and you go forward, you go backward, you go swirling all around. It's light, it's dark, and you get glimpses of Jafar and Iago and the genie, and everyone's trying to um, get the lamp, which is actually what you're writing in. Oh, Ooh. that'd be awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah. Thank I like you. that. Thank you. I, like, see, like, I have a, I have a, the same type of attraction using um, the same same characters, but I didn't think of having the, the lamp as an idea. That's a really good idea. I like that. But whereas, like, um, mine was, you know, it was taken inside the the same cave as well. But I wanted to, I wanted to use like the Indiana Jones, uh, remember the Temple of Doom movie? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the 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 cart scene. Yeah, yeah, you know, yes, yes. the roller coaster. I wanted it to be like sort of like that, but you're trying to chase down the genie in the bottle, and that's like your whole thing is like the um, the bottle is in front of you, being projected in front of you, and you're trying to speed down, trying to catch the the bottle, and Jafar is behind you, chasing you as you're trying to to to, to rescue wow. the bottle from wow. Jafar getting it. And then cool. I I had thought like. Um, You'd have like a, it'd be more of like side to side motions, like the the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but more drastic side to side motions as it's you know going back and forth. Um, and the you know at the end you're going to go through um, Tiki ooze falling down from the ceiling, oh, and, and then um, Jafar blows up the mine as you're as you're about ready to leave, and you get a full blast of air, and um, it just you know shoots you like the final length of it and you just slow down to the exit right there at the end and there's just big blast of air that and you stop and it's over yeah, what if they cool. shot everything uh, you everything you have has got new technology yeah someone's got to think of it what if they shot like sand in your face uh, awesome. I think that's gonna hurt <laughs> <laughs> it would Pretty totally sure. stick to the TQs <laughs> I think so what Keith wants can you just imagine <laughs> well, yeah. what everyone would look like at the end of the day it gives it some texture. <laughs> They'll be hairy. Cakey <laughs> sand cars. <laughs> Sounds like a fun day at the park. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are going to be pulling out sand out of their eyes and their mouth, walking around <laughs> all day long. They'll make a fortune on adult beverages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. For my next one, um, one of my favorite um, films is uh, is Toy Story. I took uh, Sid Phillips from uh, the first Toy Story movie. I figured like Q line, almost like like Test Track, where uh, it to make um, a toy character with a bunch of um, like pieces parts from like Sid's bedroom. Oh yeah, like the doll with the no hair, the head, the rolling head. Right. Yeah, with the um, uh, like spider legs and the doll head and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the ride would be like you like escaping from Sid's bedroom, and then uh, once you're done, you get like a 3D printed like minifigure Ooh. of your toy that you oh. made like as like a souvenir. That's awesome. That is a really good idea. The um. The rewritability would be huge on that attraction, though. That I guess you'd have to limit to like one a day, though. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably one that would have to be, like, like fast pass only. Um, right. Just because, well, a 3D printing, you know, takes some time. So it's like, I'm not yeah. sure if you would have to, like, stop back and pick it up at the, you know, a certain time or something. But, yeah, you know, it's just a way to to get, like, a souvenir off a yeah, ride. Yeah, but you could charge a lot of money for that. You charge a lot of money for that souvenir. And some of them could squirt tiki ooze. Oh. <laughs> Not you two. Ah, yes. I need Alan. <laughs> Where's Alan? Alan doesn't need to be here. He could be the <laughs> the voice of reason here. <laughs> but people would people would pay for that. I know. I Ever the businesswoman, all I can think about is how what price point, how high the price point could be on that. Well, I mean, if it's a minifig, I wouldn't go like more than. Like ten bucks. Nah, Disney would charge twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <clears throat> yeah, it could be part like of uh, uh, okay, the Memory Maker package. You could. Yeah, yeah, you could do that, or Which you could would... make some of the figures do that glow with the show thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm still not sure about the twenty five bucks for you know that stuff, but that's another story for. <laughs> Another show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leave that alone, Keith. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Lisa, what say you? Okay. I say that um, this place needs a flume ride. Like Splash Mountain, except it's called Scar's Sinister Safari. Ooh. And... You get to hear the music, like the Be Prepared song, and you get to see the hyenas, and you get to watch um, the the elephant graveyard go by, and so there's some creepy, scary parts, but Iago will, I mean, not Iago, um, Nazu will appear during the ride and um, help you find your way out. Mm, that could be really good. What's the drop then? What would the drop oh, be? The drop could be the drop could be out of the cave down into the um, elephant graveyard into these big bones everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, that would be good. Because I that love be... that song. Oh yeah, that is, that is a good song. <laughs> Let's just build our own park. Screw it. Yeah, screw Disney. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just have to pay for. <laughs> For the licensing, but <laughs> <laughs> we won't use Scar's name. We'll use Sakar. Right. <laughs> right. We'll just change a couple letters. <laughs> All right. Well, for my uh, my final one, it's actually from a TV show. It's not from a film. And uh, one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid was Tailspin. I love that one. Okay. So. And the uh, the villain in Tailspin was Don Carnage, and he would just like scream it all the time. He's like, "I am Don Carnage." I love that. So, before you go any further, do you remember yeah. the theme song? Uh, I do. <laughs> but now you have to sing I can't it. Sing it. You have to sing it. Uh, it's, it was do 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 do. Yeah, Tailspin. Yeah, that. One. That's not singing. Well, that's how it went. It started off. (laughs) 
Okay, there's the outtake for the show. Okay, so... No, that's an intake. <laughs> so, this would be, um, like, a Soren-type, like, flight like simulator, but, but like, it'd be, like, a full um, simulator. Like, it would swing and stuff and spin around and do, like, barrel rolls, and and um, you are essentially in a dogfight with Carnage uh, and his henchmen. So it'd be this, you know, this big, uh, like, 3D screen, and you could just, you know, go and fly around. And, yeah, that, uh, it'd make you sick, like, after some Chudos, but, but, uh, that sounds like fun, too. <laughs> you know, this would probably be a really popular attraction because there's nothing from the old Disney uh, afternoon shows anywhere in the parks. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Which is really sad. I mean, because them shows were fantastic. Oh, yeah, I know. There's nothing like that today. I mean, growing up as a kid, I remember coming home after school and having, there was a couple shows that you had to watch before you would go out with your friends yep. and do something. Was that Darkwing Duck and... DuckTales. Uh, woo! Yep. That's Rescue Rangers was in there, too. Yep. Great shows. All right, so my last one, um, it's the, the Queen from, the, the Witch from Snow White. Now, this is going to be a, a, like a Toy Story Midway Mania Adventure type game, but this time you're trying to catch the seven dwarfs. So there's going to be seven different games that you're going to play, seven different screens that you're going to play, each one trying to rack up X amount of points to catch one of the dwarfs. So um, at the end of the ride, it's going to tally and see how many points you have to determine how many dwarfs you got. And if you get all seven, you get a free fast pass to use that day. Oh. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Good. Of course, that you'd probably have to waste a fast pass to ride it. Well, you get a fast pass get... for another attraction. It doesn't have to be that, but it would be something another else. Another one. Yeah, that's a. It would be difficult enough where it wouldn't be too easy to do it. So. Yeah, that sounds like a fun one. I think that would have huge rewritability with people because there's people who are going to want to do it just to get the fast pass, but you're going to be limited to one per day. Either that, like, um, or it's like it could be, uh, like random too, so that you're only like catching uh, like one at a time, right? Like, so each time that you write it, like it's a different game. That's an idea too. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, I can almost have a um, like a punch card, and then once you do like all seven, then get a free fast pass or something. There we go. Hmm. I like it. All right, Lisa, do you have a, a final one? Well, I did because I felt like we needed an Omni Mover. Oh, but it's not as, but it's not as good as as what you just said. Even though it's based on the same thing, it would be um, your Omni Mover vehicle would be an apple. Hmm. That was actually a poison apple. Oh boy, you're gonna and die! And so you would you would climb aboard your poison apple, and uh, the magic mirror would appear throughout the ride as the narrator. And he would be telling the story of how the evil queen uh, from Snow White has a new plan to take over the kingdom. And then by the time the ride ends, once again, she's defeated by um, True Love's Kiss. So. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, would your poison apple car, like, rot into a tiki ooze by the end of the ride? So you just... Like, sitting in, like, a pool of tiki ooze by the end of the ride? Oh. And you got to step through the tiki hoos to get out. Right, yeah. Just the tiki hoos like, will follow you home. <laughs> like it melts into just this big mm. pile of ooze. And right outside the gift shop, they will have a frozen tiki ooze stand. 
Ooh. You can get a Tiki Ooze Whip. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> hey, hey. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is close to being a blasphemy. I'm not it's, sure. Uh, if it's we can... poison. It's poison apple flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a marketing strategy. Here. <laughs> Have a poison drink, kids. <laughs> Glow in the dark and everything. Yeah, inside you, like like, <laughs> which would work with the fireworks show. Like your like stomach would just start to like change colors with the music. Oh jeez. Because you're gonna have your shirt off to show off your chest hair. <laughs> exactly. It's a full day of fun. <laughs> You get your chest hair, you get poisoned, and you glow. Like, <laughs> Boy, says, sign me up for that one. What says a fun, you know, family off a trip than that? Make sure you bring your family truck shirt, too, mm-hmm. to get there. And your health insurance card. <laughs> All right, Lisa, we appreciate you coming on, and thanks for the laughs. Yeah, thanks, that was really fun. <laughs> oh, y'all! Y'all have hurt me so bad. <laughs> All right, but before we let you go, you know we have everybody that comes on the show. We ask them the five, um, same the same five questions for the TV lightning round. So, question oh, number yeah. one: yeah, um, Tiki ooze or Tiki nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just opt for the the ooze co- the ooze covered popcorn? Sure. That's your favorite. So that's your favorite snack in the parks, the, the ooze covered popcorn. You're leading the guest, but okay. <laughs> All right. So your your official your officially your favorite snack in the parks. A classic Mickey bar. Favorite attraction. Expedition Everest. Favorite character. Donald Duck. Favorite movie. Beauty and the Beast. And your favorite Disney park memory. I think it has to be, um, we have, oh gosh, my kids were probably 10 and 15, maybe, or almost 10 and 15, and we got on the monorail, and when the voice said, please stand clear of the doors, my son turned to me and perfectly lip-synced the Spanish. Oh, wow. Like, perfectly deadpan face. Just looked at me and listened, and I thought I was going to come unspooled. I have never laughed so hard in my life. And he just, you know, went on to mind in his own business. But <laughs> that was a that was like a that was a perfect moment, and that's what you get, and that makes you keep coming back again and again and again. It's just the most simplest yeah. moment that lasted five seconds, and yeah, it's a memory that lasted a lifetime. Correct. That's right. That's amazing. It's amazing. Well, and how, I mean, it's, it's all woven in with just how happy you feel or I feel and relaxed and vacationing at Walt Disney World makes me be the purest form of myself. I remember what I felt like when I was 10. Right. And I can feel that again. And my kids can see that side of me. And normally they don't get to see that side of me. So. That's what makes it the best, my my happiest place on earth. Wow, cool. That's great. 
right, Lisa. Um, thank you so much for coming on. And um, why don't you tell our audience where they can find you? Well, there's your social yeah, social media <laughs> information. <laughs> My sassy media information. Um, I'm at I'm at livingadisneylife.com. I also write for tipsfromthedisneydiva.com. You can find me there as Darlin Diva. I am Life of Green at Life of Green on Twitter. I'm at Life of Green on Instagram. Living a Disney Life has a YouTube channel, and on Facebook, it's Living a Dis Life. And we just passed 2,000 Facebook likes, so. A little extra boost would really be great if anybody wanted to go over there and press like. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right, Lisa, thanks again for coming on. Thank you for having me. I had a wonderful time. I love the, the Tiki Hut, and I didn't mind sitting in the puddle of Tiki Us one bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-toxic, you know, so. So we've been told. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. It's a good washout. Kind yeah. Good, good. That's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Or leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Please make sure to like us over on Facebook. Check out our store at RedBubble.com. And follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you've enjoyed the show, please take the time to give us a five-star ratings on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily and online at DoleWhipDaily.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. From the bottom of our hearts, thanks for listening this week as well as every other week. Uh, for Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. podcast all they ever let me have was Bud Light and you know to be polite I had to pretend to like it I drank that Bud Light but you know what you guys are much much better with this red Zinfandel <laughs> we try yeah <laughs> and all the other guys at Dixieland they have just sweet tea I mean that's pfft, sweet tea come yeah. on yeah. let's not spread around well, let's not sweet spread the not Zinfandel have... rumor though <laughs> That's the image we want. I didn't say it was pink. I didn't say it was pink. I said it was red. (laughs) Close enough. It's still Zinfandel in it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, a lot of people are offended by Zinfandel, but the right Zinfandel is is good. As long as it's not pink. You know, there's pink wine in my house. Or wine out of a box. Um, That's more our style. Y'all didn't say... Y'all didn't say you had a beer sponsor, and I was going to tell you, I brought y'all at Truck Stop Honey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've met her. Truck Stop Honey, no. Truck Stop Honey is a really good beer. Is it? Yes. Yes. You think you've met her? Oh, it's a beer. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. It's a beer. Yeah.